If you're wondering how, if you're a video game studio, right, and you want to get uh, this tax break, so how would you go about it? And this is the only reason I'm talking about it is essentially it's got to be a British studio. So you've got to have a post box in the UK. You've got to be making a video game, so not a board game. And you have to pass a cultural test. So your product <laughs> must be culturally British. Do we have is it similar to the citizenship test? You reckon? Do we have any details? <laughs> do we have any details on what this cultural test involves? Yeah, actually, we do. I have the checklist right here. Um, number one, does the game feature a gollywog? Number two, <laughs> are there two women uh, discussing someone that is not a man? <laughs> <laughs> if you answer yes, it's not British. Jamie, would I bring up the British cultural test without having read the whole cultural test and me wanting to tell you all about it? <laughs> Oh, wonderful. Oh wonderful, God. Rob. Right, this test, by the way, for video games is for some mad reason administered by the British Film Institute. Um, I think it's for the same reason that these are the same people that, like, certify British movies for the same tax breaks, and they just can't be bothered oh, to to set yeah, up something when, when for... Uh... When all you've got is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. L l let's hear it. So you need 16 out of 31 possible points to pass. Uh, up to four points, maybe. If I don't maybe pass, will I be virtually deported? <laughs> <laughs> um, up to four points may be awarded in the respect of the contribution of the video game to the promotion, development, and enhancement of British culture. Um, <laughs> now, up to four points uh, may be uh, awarded if the video game is set in the UK or in another <laughs> European uh, EU state. This was before. They haven't updated it since we left uh, the UK. This is a pre-Brexit so checklist. Yes, yes. So, uh, despite, uh, like, um, uh, which one, which one's the one? Uh, the one, Legion, the thing that just came out, where oh, it's Watch set Dogs. in London. Watch yeah. Dogs Legion. Yeah. Yeah. So, Watch Dogs Legion would have easily gotten four whole points, 25% of what they needed, <laughs> simply by being set in London or any other European state. So, if your game is set in um, Latvia, for example, you're good. You still qualify for UK tax breaks. I do, I do enjoy this idea that if you make a... Like a, a game that is set in a fict fictional world, you get one point or like no points or whatever, and <laughs> so no, you, still, you could only hmm? if you still get one point, like regardless, if it's twenty five percent, twenty five percent or less set in the UK, you still get one point. So if it's set in outer space, you still get a point. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so like Disco Elysium was set in a really crushing, destroyed society that just really had nothing going for it. How many points did that get? It depends whether the reviewers played a fascist or not when they were reviewing it, essentially. Zero, zero out for no failed communist revolution, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> You can also so get up to... if they got as far as doing race science. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, where's this measurehead guy become the main character? <laughs> uh, 
Uh, you can also get up to four points if two or three of the main characters are qualifying characters, i.e. if they are recognizably from the UK. <laughs> mm. So if, if your main character has a flat cap on, you are definitely in the, in the money as regards this particular tax break. Um, oh. Or, and this is the amazing bit, there's a coda to this, or where their nationality slash species cannot be determined. So if your character is an alien, they are worth the same amount of points that if they, if you had a flat cap and you could buy an in-game whippet. That is very that is distinctly un-English because of an alien being the same as an Englishman, I don't think so. No, it's um look, they they initially put it by, right? And Buckingham Palace got a look at it. And Her Majesty was reportedly quite upset at the lack of representation of her lizard people. So uh, you know, compromise. This is this is legislation. You have to make compromises. Well, I mean, right? there was a sub clause at the end of this thing that said if your characters have really fat sausage fingers, that's an extra ten bonus points straight off the bat. Um, have you guys? Have you guys ever played Uncharted Three? Yes. You know, there's this like British character there called this- Charlie. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's like this sort of like hard man and he wears a fucking flat cap. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And, and exactly. now I'm starting to and think that's maybe he was set just in added London. in there. Yeah, that was, um, now I'm starting to think maybe that shit was just added in there for, for tax is breaks. This, by yes, is, this, is this the video game equivalent of the Chinese inserts that get put into major movies these days to secure release in China? That's why that... Um, that's why there was that screenshot this morning of the Elden Ring where you, the guy was entering Middlesbrough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, to be, to be fair, it's just dawned on me that Elden Ring might qualify because it's all Welsh accents yeah, I and mean, Welsh names. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you have a wolfman called Blythe. <laughs> Blythe, <laughs> Blythe spelled B-L-A-I-D-D. I shit you not. I mean, they went full, yeah, they... full Welsh. I love it. <laughs> like some, well, yeah, there, was, really there was good. a tweet like, uh, some, there, there, uh, there was this tweet I saw that was like, living, like playing Elden Ring is like dreaming about being Welsh. Playing Bloodborne is about realizing you're in England. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sorry, what were you uh, saying? But like, but yeah, just to get, if you want to talk about your Wolfman, there is a subclause. I shit you not, this is in there that says anthropomorphic characters are counted as EEA. <laughs> So if you're anthropomorphic, you're counted in the European Union. The furries are canonically part of the EU. Rob, I have a really, really important question for you. What if it's an anthropomorphic aeroplane? <laughs> it would probably count, actually. Um, but if you're wondering, wondering well... People people on the stream have been asking what my fursona is, when they should be asking what's Rob's fursona here. <laughs> yeah, what is my ta- what is my tax-based fursona? <laughs> Your tax-deductible fursona. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, if Rob was ever going to have a fursona, it would be a tax-deductible one. Let's be fucking honest. <laughs> Oh god! But, but it, right, but if it, this you, settles it. It, it. If we ever, if we ever get big enough to make a video game, <laughs> then we're making Rob the tax right off character. Exactly. <sighs> right. Uh, but if you're wondering, well, what happens if your if my game is set, for example, in the UK, but not in current UK, but in the past, uh, Crusader Kings or something? Don't worry, they have an answer. Let me read you the following uh, paragraph. Is it, it thick Bohemia? A character who was a a character who was a subject of a state or kingdom prior to that territory becoming part of the United Kingdom or any other European state will be considered a European state character for the purposes of the test. 
So you know if what? you're playing can as I, Henry the can I just say something? This is like the most inclusive definition of British or European oh, that I've ever seen. <laughs> like this is this is incredible. Like I mean, like they need to adapt this definition for like yeah. more things. Surely. <laughs> oh, this. The, what we need to do is we need to like copy and paste this into like the Nationality and Borders Bill, exactly. and then just like completely upend the whole thing. This to uh, replace well, because... the Nationality and Borders Bill. Well, let me Man, let me. Like, that... Shall I read you just um, just as we're having this discussion? Shall I read you the next sentence? in this short paragraph. Oh, oh please. Um, an EEA, a European state character, also includes any character who, at the time of the video game is set, was subject of a colonial territory. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> this, like, this, this single clause has just undone the 1971 Immigration Act. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> like, this... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, like give British citizenship at least to like Commonwealth citizens. Like naturally, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Just, just, <laughs> just institute it and just have you yeah, basically free immigration, but an inordinate number, like you know, the new furry, furry rush generation will move over sort of style. Just absolutely fantastic. Love it. Barriers for people, but for capital? No, come on in. Doors wide open. You got a fursuit? Even better. Mm. You can, by the way, also earn uh, single points on this test for significant representations of UK cultural heritage, represent <laughs> representations of UK culture through creativity, and one point for subject or portrayal of British cultural diversity. <laughs> Putting all my fucking characters yeah. in deer stalker cats just to, just to get that point. <laughs> do you think? Um, do you think when they were developing Elden Ring, Elden Ring, they they reached out to George R. R. Martin and they were like, okay, he's a diversity jackpot for this test, right? <laughs> you know, because uh, he's got incest, he's got you know nonsense, he's got like we just can include all of these things. <laughs>